This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. Today on the show, we have Start Ed Up founder Don Wetrick. Music from PBS lead digital innovator, the original Mr. C, the Google Tip of the Week, and more. Stay tuned. Edutech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site this program for those of participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Hello and welcome to EduTech Guys Radio. Good afternoon. I'm David Henderson. Hey, and I'm Jeff Madlock. And we just got back from a really cool week-long Fetzy adventure. The Future of Education and Technology Conference. Yeah, that was awesome. Down in Orlando, and uh, we uh, provided live coverage. I hope those of you that are listening now, uh, maybe you caught some of that. Um, if you didn't, though, uh, we actually cut up... Uh, most, if not all, of the interviews, and uh, they're available on YouTube slash EduTech Guys. Yep, and this evening they'll be available um, on the website under Conferences Fetzy 2017. Sweet, so there so you go. So tonight, if you want to check it out, you can check all those out from there, uh, especially if you're one of those interviewees, you can get it from there and download <laughs> it from our site if you would like to keep it if you haven't already ripped it off of YouTube. That's right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember to check us out on the web, www.edutechguys.com. That's also where you can find the podcasts and conferences and conference recordings. You can also catch us on twitter.com slash edutechguys. Heck, just go out to Google, type in edutechguys, and you will find our social media presence on the line. On the line. On the line. There you go. Hey, what's <laughs> today on the show, we have uh, Don Wetrick. Yeah, yeah. I uh, had a chance to uh, catch up with him. And uh, we talked uh, about a lot of different things, so uh, it's going to be a very cool, at least I think anyway, going to be a very cool uh, interview. Um, he's done a lot of stuff. Uh, been teaching for 19 years. Of course, he'll get into all that, but I mean, you started up a couple of companies and wrote a book, and he started a school, and I'm like, holy cow, dude. But yeah, so we'll have uh, Don Wetrick here uh, a little bit, in a, in, a, in a little bit. Cool. And uh, we'll have some music from the original Mr. C, yeah. uh, who was a, a guest at Fancy, who we got to meet. Really cool cat. Does some really great sta- stuff. He's uh, the PBS lead digital innovator. He's from Ohio, and he really makes some stuff really rock out for the kids. 
Um, and then we got the Google Tip of the Week. Hey, the Google Tip of the Week. We don't sing it yet. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Well, I guess we're going to have to just Pretend you it. didn't hear that you part. You didn't hear that part right there. <laughs> but no, um, we'll get into Fetsy down the road. We'll do a Best of Fetsy show coming up here pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, once we get all of the stuff reorganized. It was a, it was a, it was a, 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 what was it? It was a wild ride on a, on a wacky car is what it was. <laughs> it just it just was like constant. I don't think I've ever been so tired after sitting and talking in my whole life. Well, and what was, to me, what was so interesting to watch happen, um, we actually got there and started Tuesday, which was the first day of the conference, but in a weird sort of way, that's kind of like the pre-pre-conference. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things going on. Basically, there were some people milling about who had gone in, and, and we actually ended up doing, I think, a half a dozen interviews that first day, which um, they, they were really great, uh, enjoyed that. Uh, and, then, and then Wednesday, things started to pick up. Thursday was an absolute madhouse. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was amazing. It, it, it was absolutely awesome seeing all the people there, getting all the folks who came and shared their stories with us and, and with everybody else that was listening. And uh, and then Friday, we still had a, a full seat for much of the day and um, wrapped things up uh, late Friday afternoon and, and headed back. Yeah, it was a full literal seven days for me. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I was yes. there a full seven days doing my thing. Yeah. Um, you know, what's really great is I have to say, for me being my first Fetsy, the thing I learned the most was there is plenty out there in education that you can step outside of the classroom and share and teach and learn with your collaborators and your peers um, pretty easy. Uh, there's a role, there's multiple roles for everybody yeah. in this in the new world of education, and especially ed, ed tech. Right, yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Well, and, and kind of to expand on that or expound on that, however that works, um, I thought it was really cool. One of the things that we kind of discovered sort of as a, as a as a side thing, really. It was one of those things that after we started reflecting and, and looking back at some of the different folks that we had talked to, um, it, it really also doesn't matter where you are in the spectrum of rolling out education technology. You know, some folks um, were there winning awards for their makerspace, and other folks were there saying, what's a makerspace? Yeah. So, I mean, it really it covered the gamut, and what's so cool is that no matter where you are in the spectrum, it, at that conference, you can definitely find stuff for you to do, stuff that, uh, that applies to your classroom, whether it's where you are now or where you want to go. It was awesome. Yeah, and you know what was really cool was the fact that I know it's not necessarily an East Coast conference because there's people from all over the world there. Right. Um, but it was interesting to find out the big names there, big names we've met e- elsewhere in education yeah. that don't even know each other exist. Two ships passing in the night, yeah. literally. <laughs> yes. You know, And it was fun to share that with those people so they yeah. could find out, hey, there's somebody you should definitely meet up with. And right. Maybe that was our role this time when we were there. I don't know, maybe. That's cool. But, but hey, like one of the cool things that happened to us uh, while we were there is our social media game was on par. <laughs> and uh, uh, Don Wetrick reached out to us and uh, you know got in touch with us through uh, social media. And then uh, D- he reached out and David reached out and uh, David got to interview him. I-, I unfortunately didn't get to make the interview. I had a previous engagement. Yeah. Yeah, we were hog cool. tying uh, hogs. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, uh, hey, let's drop out to that right now and uh, take a listen with your interview with uh Don Wetrick. All right, we want to welcome to the show author Don Wetrick, and uh, I'll let him introduce himself and tell a little bit about uh, who he is, what he does, what he's got going on. So welcome to EduTech Guys. 
Hey, thank you for having me on the show. Um, let's see. Let's start from the top. I am a, I think this is my 19th year of teaching. Um, I'm a, a innovation coordinator uh, and innovation teacher in open source learning for Noblesville High School. It's just outside of Indianapolis. Um, I've also started Start Ed Up for more of an innovation and entrepreneurialism movement in our schools. Um, I've authored a book, Pure Genius, Creating a Culture of Innovation. I've started a school in Ghana. Um, I've just been doing stuff, man. Oh, and I'm now on a um, board uh, at a foundation called Think Forward Foundation, which is also trying to promote more entrepreneurialism with our students. So pretty busy <laughs> i was gonna say I, and I love how nonchalant you are he's like oh, i've been up to stuff you know started a school started a couple <laughs> of companies wrote a book you know oh yeah and by the way it's... i've been teaching for 19 years <laughs> oh and it's gone so fast that I, I it's it's kind of funny that my students discover the same thing that once you so start opening your eyes to opportunities there's so many that i have to be selective like sure. you know so many students will you know, our, our, our mantra is opportunities are everywhere. And then once you can train kids to not complain about problems, but to run to them, um, now you're an entrepreneur. You know, people that want to change the world and, and, and you know, and, and provide some, um, you know, provide some, you know, opportunities to, to help solve these problems. That's that's kind of what we're pushing for, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some of the things that you do with your students in terms of, getting them to to think that way because you know that's 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 one of the big issues now i understand you know lately there's been a shift toward that but overall still that is a that's a that's a huge leap for students to make you know from going to sitting in the desk you know i just do what the teacher tells me to right thinking outside of that box so so what are some of the things you do with your students and kind of how do you get them to think that way yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a high school course. Although I think the 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 foundations can be found in, in the Genius Hour, twenty percent time movement in elementary and middle school, if done correctly. Um, but what I do is, I mean, it's really a seven to nine week course on all sorts of activities and and um, everything from uh, you know how, how to think and how to break things down instead of what to think. Um, we we play some games actually. Uh, we have. Um, a section where we take social media very seriously. We look into collaboration. We have articles. We listen to TED Talks. We, you know, read chapters from books that I find awesome. Um, you know, a lot of them are, are, you know, we're talking Daniel Pink, um, Steve, Peter Diamandis, Stephen Kotler, um, things of that nature. So a, a lot of times it's, you know, we're reading things that are from the entrepreneurial world for sure. Um, but, but once you kind of start taking off their blinders and really even having conversations, you know, I think that even, even teachers need that. Um, we get so bogged down in, in what's in front of us and what's in front of us is a lot of standardized tests and pressure on this and that. But if you ask yourself the fundamental question, why are we in school? And usually people break it down to three areas. They're like, the first answer is we'll prepare them for college. And of course I'm like, okay, what is college there to do? We'll prepare, prepare them for the future. I'm like, okay. What are we doing right now that's really futuristic? And there's usually an awkward pause. And, or, or, you know, to teach them how to think. Okay, teach them what to think or how to think. Right. Because there's a lot of curriculum that, like, here is the answer and it, and it shall be this. Um, you shouldn't know the answer ahead of time. <laughs> the teacher shouldn't know the answer ahead of time. A lot of times doing things that are innovative, you don't know the answer, and that's the whole point. So, um, you know, having these conversations out loud, sometimes just it's 
therapeutic in a way, but allows our students to go, wait, yeah, why are we doing this? Okay, okay, what? Because the, the and, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I, sometimes I get criticized like, you know, we're just bashing on the traditional classes. I'm not. Right. That's foundational learning. You know, I'm not trying to replace things. I'm trying to enhance them. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, so we, we kind of go through these processes in the first seven, eight, nine weeks. And then really the rest of the year, um, you know, we have a kind of a guided the first project we kind of all do as a, as a class. But from then on out, I'm a, I'm a project manager. I'm a public relations agent for them. Um, you know, we, we, the students, my gosh, they've had three, I think four, maybe four patents filed in the last year wow. or so. Wow. Oh yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. A couple of my students did financially really well. And, um, <laughs> no, it's just, it's, it's, an, it's a really fun journey. And the other thing I want people to know is, um, you know, all of a sudden these, um, incubators or, or, um, uh, you know, these co-working spaces, all of a sudden they're, they're, they're the kind of hot thing in a lot of different cities. And I'm like, we have a, a tax funded incubator in every school district. They're called a school. Right. right. If, if you, if you gave your students some time to like actually solve problems for the city, work with your local mayor work with your local humane society, you'll be amazed with what they can come up with if you allow them to have those resources and time. So I'm wanting more of a, you know, right now I'm working on a, why we do this awakening with as many schools as I can. Um, and then that's where started up comes in. You know, we, we've got, you know, kind of an assessment of where you are at on the innovation spectrum and, and, um, you know, try to get schools to be a little bit more, thinking towards the innovation entrepreneurialism side. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and um, I, I've listened to uh, several of your um, started up podcasts. And, and then, of course, the uh, I will tell you, the list of guests that you've got scheduled coming in is <laughs> most impressive. I mean, uh, you yeah. mentioned Daniel Pink and hello, he's going to be, you know, on your show. And, and it's just it, it's it's awesome that you're able to reach out to those folks Um really, at least from my perspective, to view kind of, I don't want to say both sides of the coin. It's not like it's, they're, they're, you know, independent or anything, but it hopefully will show, uh, students, teachers, really anyone who's not quite sure what's going on, how those connections can be made. And that's one of the things that when I walk away from listening to your podcast, that's, those are the tidbits that I take. I've, I've been in education now for, I don't know, almost 20 years or whatever it's been, you know, long freaking time. Um, now, I've not been on the teacher side. I've been on the tech side of it. Um, but I, I, to me, I think that's one of those things that really gets looked over, really gets missed, especially now that, um, you know, the whole you know makerspace movement and, and maker movement and problem-based learning and problem-solving learning and all that kind of stuff is sort of bubbled up and become kind of the hotbed. We need folks doing the kind of stuff that you're doing that bridges those um, those gaps, although I don't like that word necessarily. I, to me, I think it's a lot of it is is understanding the relationship between what's happening in the classroom or what should be happening in the classroom and what happens ultimately in the real world and helping folks see that they're not necessarily independent of each other. Yeah. No, I'm glad you said that. Um, that's the reason why we go for the guests we do. Um, just because I can't, 
like some of my heroes, I want well, one. I wanted the convenient excuse to interview my heroes, right. but like I'm trying to introduce because sometimes I'll go someplace and I'm like, you know, um, like a couple weeks ago, our students had a, a, a chance to, and I should probably have him on the show um, as well. But our chance, our students had a chance to talk to uh, Tim Ferriss for an hour oh, and a yeah. half, yeah. and 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 I invited some teachers down. They're like, "Who's Tim Ferriss? Who's who's Daniel Pink?" and and I'm like, okay, you know, like Jocko Wilnick, he's going to be on our show here in a couple weeks. Like, I'm like, you're kidding. I mean, they wrote some extraordinary books. Well, and then sometimes we, we and, and don't get me wrong, I wrote a book about education, so I, I'm not bashing books about education. But, you know, sometimes I think it's really healthy for teachers to start looking beyond the realm of just, you know, pedagogy stuff and, and things of that nature. So, right. yeah, I want to. I want to, you know, get more people to know, you know, who the Freakonomics guys are or, you know, who Gladwell is and things of like that nature. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's uh, definitely. Um, and, and I think you are, uh, well, you've definitely taken a huge leap in that direction. No doubt about it. Uh, like I said, with with the folks you've already had on and the and the folks that you had posted that are scheduled to be on. So um, a lot of good conversation that will be coming up and a lot of good things to be looking forward to with uh, your startup ed uh, conversation. So I think that's going to be uh, really cool. Yeah. Um, I know uh, one of the things that uh, we just finished here at EduTech Guys, we just got back from um, Fetzy down in Florida. And so we've, we've been having a lot of these similar conversations with a lot of the folks that were attending there. Um, and I, one of yeah, the things... Yeah, I know. I watched them live. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Big um, big fan of Luzuli. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, he was, uh, it was, he, he was great. And, uh, we had lots of great, really cool uh, guests come on. One of the things that I thought was very interesting though, was that, um, in terms of, let's just say, um, I'll pick any term. We'll just say makerspace. Cause that's kind of what we're talking about here in entrepreneurialism. Um, and you'd get some folks like, in fact, you know, um, we had some folks who have won awards for what they're doing in their makerspace. And then we have other folks that they had never even heard the term makerspace. So I, and I think that's one of the really cool things about anytime you, you go to a conference or you, or you work with a large group of folks is that you get to have these kinds of conversations. Um, and along that though, uh, this is one of the things that, that Jeff and I were talking about on the way back. Some of the things that we kind of, missed an opportunity that we missed to say this or to cover that or I don't know I'm just I'm curious to get your take on that are, are there things that you know you you attend something or you go to something and you're kind of like oh I wish I would have said this or I might not have should have said that or you know something like that yeah I mean it, that's always a catch-22 because I mean um you know I think that we've done the you know get on Twitter thing uh, it's you know, I'm always amazed that there'll be a session like Twitter for educators. And I'm thinking, yeah, hey, 2009, here we come. <laughs> um, but but I'm, I'm always amazed because I'll go to some conferences and they're like, really, maybe I should get on. Or like you said, you know, talking about, you know, 3D printing. And while I'm a fan, I'm, you're like, OK, should I should I? <laughs> I, I'm always shocked with some people that haven't been caught up to speed. And, and, and that's the reason why we have these conferences and all that good stuff. I'm, you know, I get kind of particularly bent out of shape when, um, you know, when, when I go to conferences and they're like, and they'll say things like, you know, kids should learn. Uh huh. <laughs> Thanks, John you know, Madden. <laughs> kid, and, and then, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then kids should innovate. Uh huh. 
What does that mean? We need we need to give our, our time our you know to for had to kids kids to be innovative. Okay. A discussion on what that looks like would be nice. So right. you know it, it's a it's a really catch twenty two. I mean there's, there's there's some there's some schools and I'm happy that they're starting to look in these things for the first time and I'm really excited for them. And there are some times where I'm like seriously. Um, you know, you guys haven't been onto this for a while. So, uh, but, but, you know, thus is the, thus is the reason why you have conferences to try to get more people in line. And so the people that have, have moved past that, they don't attend those sessions. Um, uh, but it's, <laughs> it's always a, an interesting, um, uh, I, I mean, I, it, I, the school I work for, and and not that we're being smug, but we're like, man, we're really proud of my school because some of the things that they're talking about that are on the horizon, we're doing at Noblesville. Um, right. So yeah, and again, not trying to come across like we're the you know greatest and most advanced or anything, but it is. It's nice to see that some of the things that are being talked about that that uh, that we're you know kind of doing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's and I equate some of that stuff. I many many years ago, I worked in radio. And, and so, you know, I, I would be working my eight or 10 hour shift and, and there'd be a brand new song that came out that I would have to play every hour to hour and a half. So by the time my shift was over, I already heard it, you know, six or eight times. And then when you do that three days in a row, I'm already <laughs> sick of the song. And, you know, and there's other people going, oh, have you heard that new song? It is so cool. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been, you know, I've heard it 900 times. I'm kind of sick yeah. of it now. And you, and you really had to watch that kind of thing. You know? <laughs> yeah, so. the little Vida Loco moment. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> if I hear that song one more time. Yeah, yes, I remember. Exactly. Was that 98? <laughs> I just, yes. It was really cool, the fifth. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine being in radio and having to hear that, hear those songs. You know, hey, up up next on top of the hour, call me maybe. And you're thinking, I'm dying inside. <laughs> Please, exactly. no more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, uh, yeah. So I, I was just curious to see what, uh, I don't know, kind of those uh, regret moments that, you know, you, you might have yeah. had. Yeah, I mean, there's always some regrets. I mean, it, but again, uh, you're always happy when people get caught up to speed on some things. But, you know, I've gone to a couple sessions and I thought it was going to be more robust. And it was, you know, the very, very, very beginnings of something. Um, you know, I, I um, but, you know, hey, every, every, they're they're general. And, and um, I think uh, that's why some of these things that I that I personally like. Um, I like going to, um, events. Uh, well, heck I, I like networking events. Yeah. Um, you know, I, and, and really things like ISTE and ASCD, I mean, that's to be fair, that's where the real magic happens in my opinion. Um, in the sense that you may go to a session that was okay. And then all of a sudden five or six of you go out into the hallway and you're like, you know what they could have picked up on. And all of a sudden these robust conversations happened. And then, you're like really exchanging some really cool information and things like that. So I think that's the other part of what's great about conferences is those conversations out in the hallway. Yeah. And, and I would totally agree with that. Um, in fact, I, I would say that, um, especially for those folks, if you, if you haven't been to any kind of an education conference, that's actually, at least for me, that's actually the primary reason to go. Yeah. They're going to have breakout sessions and really cool poster presentations and all that kind of stuff. But really, it's the networking, it's the connections, it's those outside conversations that really you walk away going, okay, I never, or most likely would have never thought 
of that or had that conversation or found this particular person had I not gone to that and had we not met in the hall before or after that particular session. Yeah. 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 Which is the reason why people love ed camps. Yeah. You know, ed, ed camps are just great because, you know, it, and if it's that, I love how the fact they're like, hey, if this isn't what you've wanted, leave. No one's going to get their feelings hurt. It's just, it's, it's always refreshingly comfortable at ed camps. Yeah. And, and that's, I, I, I'm going to assume something and, and I probably shouldn't, I should just ask first, but anyway, uh, I've been to a lot of education conferences. I'm going to assume you've been to a lot of education conferences over the 19 years you've been an educator. And I think it's interesting that a lot of even the quote unquote traditional style conferences still kind of have, or have grown into that mentality that I'm presenting here for, you know, 30 minutes, 50 minutes on this particular subject. But if you get up and leave, I'm not going to get my feelings hurt. I know right. that that just means that for whatever reason, this isn't for you. Or maybe you got the one nugget you needed and now you're free to go check something else out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, yeah, I think some of the bigger conferences, you, you sometimes feel worse about it. Um, but the Ed Camp movement is definitely um, kind of break, kind of break. Are you good? I think we kind of. Yeah, I know. I, I, don't know, I, know. I, was, like, I was like, I was checking out my wire there. Sorry about that. I was like, I don't know where he went. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think that because Ed Camp kind of you know blazes those trails. That, you know, if you want to get up and walk around, and you know, this isn't fitting my needs. It's 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 doing some good for some of the bigger conferences. Yeah. Uh, ironically enough, some of those bigger conferences that I think is the time. Well, like we were saying earlier, it's it's a time to network, but sometimes the the sometimes the breakouts may be a little bit more general. But it's the bigger tent, and um, you know they attract a lot of a lot of different you know uh, schools and things like that. And I sure. I have found I have found that a lot of times the schools that are providing the ed camps, they're they're blazing a trail usually, yeah. Yeah. not always, but they're the ones usually blazing the trail. Yeah. Well, and it gives them a chance to. Well, I mean, this kind of goes back to what you were talking about before. I mean, yeah, I don't know. We have a weird thing in education where we don't necessarily like the idea of tooting our own horn. I don't know why that is, to be honest. I think that the great things we do should be celebrated. But I think that's where that kind of the trailblazers come in and they're the ones presenting and they're the ones putting on the ed camps because they are the trailblazers. And no, it's not necessarily to toot their own horn. But by the same token, yeah, it's a kind of a way to go, hey, yeah, these are the things we're doing. And we're not saying you should do those. But if you're interested in those, here may be some ways to help you get into that. No, I totally agree. Uh, I totally agree in the sense that um, too many times humbleness Gets to know. I mean, I'm a Midwestern guy, and people in the Midwest are notoriously, you know, humble. And so um, that's when I think that that social media is kind of important because it's it's that ultimate teacher's lounge. That if people don't know what you're doing, I mean, you know, and even while I take my, my have my students take it so seriously, you know, they're on LinkedIn and Twitter as well because it it's the way to you know be able to collaborate with people that are much you know, more, well, I shouldn't say that are better than me, but you know, I don't want my students just to be working with me. There's a lot more intelligent people out there. That's for sure. So, um, you know, I have them connect as well. And, and, and then when they do something amazing, if they don't want to brag about it, well, then that's my job. Right. You know, I think the role of a teacher should also be public relations agent. You know, I, Hey, uh, you know, when they, <laughs> the media, I don't know if they get tired of it, but you know, we, Every time there's something really, really cool, I pick up the phone and I'll call you the local newspapers or television stations and say, you got to get down here and see 
X, Y, and Z. Right, exactly. Well, you know, and here's the funny thing about that. Uh, if they are getting tired of it, then in a weird sort of way, how, that's probably the most awesome compliment you could possibly get. You know, the newspaper or the local media going, holy cow, you guys call me every week about something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because we're doing <laughs> cool things, you know? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. And, shame, and you know what? Shame on teachers if, you know, people are like, well, the only thing the media covers is the, and then they fill in things that we don't want covered. I'm like, well, then pick up the phone. Right. Right. You know, there are, there are things called slow news days. And, and normally, normally those feel good pieces are when the last thing you see. Right. You know, NBC is making a difference. You know, all of them have all the major networks. The last story you have is uplifting because God knows everything else is depressing on the news. But (laughs) but, you know, and hey, at the end of the day, your students are doing something killer. Great. They'll put it on. Well, not every time, but a lot of times they'll be interested uh, at some point. That is if it's truly amazing. You know, I got some people like, well, you know, we did poster boards with QR codes. and They didn't come out. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's cool. I'm happy for you, but that's not newsworthy. So, right. Exactly. Um, you know, and that's, that's one of my uh, really good and actually coming up on my show in a couple weeks, Naveen Jain, you know, he's like, if people don't think that what you're doing is crazy, then you haven't thought big enough. And so a lot of times if our kids are doing things big and we keep adding on to it, they'll show up. Media right. will come out. That's for sure. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, um, so one of the things that you had talked about at the very top and I'm just I'm very curious it really piqued my interest is the school in Ghana that you are, are working with yeah. I, I want to hear more about that what do you got going on there <laughs> um that and I'm doing some things in Rwanda too um so one of my former actually he wasn't even a former student um when I started at Noblesville he was a senior when I was just starting there and we've just formed a friendship this kid is uh his name is Pete Freeman and he's doing everything um He's at University of Notre Dame. And so he got a grant to go out to Ghana and help um, actually get more children on the government healthcare system and then also work with female entrepreneurs. And so he had me come out with him because they wanted to do more things and teach innovation and things like that. So one thing got led to another and, and we ended up setting up some really interesting things out there and working with some schools. Um, and he came to me this November and he says, hey, I've been working with some local people and it's really inexpensive to start a new school because there, um, the town we're in, which is at Cape coast, which is, um, about 40 miles outside of uh, Accra, which is the capital. Um, he says, you know, to start a school, it's, it's inexpensive. We should do it. Let's raise some money. And, um, and, and it's an alternative school because these are the kids that, you know, if you don't have the money, you don't go to school. There is no law saying you have to go to school. So, um, we're going to be, you know, basically doing a lot of things that we encourage it started up. Um, they're going to be both, you know, working on innovation and we're going to be setting up some online, uh, storefronts possibly for them because these kids make really unique things and, and get them to think, um, more like an innovative entrepreneur. That is so cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Oh, well, that... I, I, I hate to say not a sales page. <laughs> um, we've got some backpacks coming in from Rwanda cause, um, uh, there's a there's a guy that we've gotten to know that he's working with a lot of um, well they're not children anymore they're orphaned from the genocide in Rwanda and so they've made us a bunch of uh, really cool backpacks and they actually should be here any day. Awesome. Um, yeah, we're shipping costs killed us. Like we'll, we will make oh, no yeah. money. We will, we will lose money, but it was it was all worth it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, they're they're 
they've made some backpacks for us and, and they're trying to get these women who, um, need the work, uh, to, to, um, be making these. And, and the same thing when we were at in Ghana the first time before the school stuff, you know, the, there was a, an organization of basically a syndicate of women that either batikers or seamstresses and things of that nature. And they make some awesome clothing. Um, but it, again, it's, it's, it's hard to do business because shipping costs are astronomical. Sure. Um, but you know, they're, they're, um, we're working a little bit. Well, Pete's working with them again and, and, um, yeah, the school thing should be going really well. That's very cool. Okay. So I, I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and, and bust open that commercial <laughs> for what you got going on a little further. So let me ask, let me start by saying this. Are the backpacks already like pre-sold and spoken for? No, no. Okay. Uh, okay. So awesome. So then in that case, this is your sales pitch. Seriously. <laughs> How would people get them? What do they cost? Do you have pictures of them yet? Um, I can, I was actually just gonna, I mean, if somebody wants to reach out to me, um, uh, I can be reached at, uh, the easiest one be dwetrick at gmail.com. Um, only because I was just going to sell them locally. Um, I know that they'll sell, um, just because when I turn around and ship another backpack, I've basically just paid for double shipping. Um, but the cheapest right. way for them to get over was to, to ship them just to one location. Uh, but yeah, if there's somebody that really wants one, um, I think they're going to be, well, I wanted to price them at $40 and we we're going to make like $10 a backpack. But if we price them at $40, I don't know if we'll, we might break even, but I don't, again, I don't care. They, they got the money and, and they're doing stuff and, and it was sure. at, at minimum a happy donation I was, I was willing to make. But yeah, there, if, um, we can put some pictures, you know, yeah, if anybody's interested, they can email me D W E T T R I C K at gmail.com. Um, yeah, they're they're they're. Uh, if anybody wants one, I'll I'll email them back and send them a couple pictures and all that good stuff. Awesome, man! That'd be fantastic. If you happen to, uh, this is kind of a sidetrack, but if you happen to have a couple of those pictures, you could shoot our way. Um, then uh, yeah, yeah, I'd love for you to share those, and and we'll be sure to uh, have pictures of those uh, when we uh, when we put this out and and show folks what those uh, look like. So that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be great. Sure. Awesome. Um. Since uh, you mentioned, you know, best way to get in t contact with you, what about other ways? Uh, Twitter, Facebook? What? Uh... Yeah, Twitter. It's at Don Wetrick. Again, that's D O N W E T T R I C K. Um, StartedUpInnovation.com is where you can start finding some of the resources. I've got a book out, Pure Genius, if you're ever interested in that. Um, yeah, just kind of out and about. <laughs> we've, got a, <laughs> we've got a YouTube channel. Um, yeah. But, oh, oh, oh my gosh. And then, of course, of course, the, 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 the podcast you're talking about start ed up podcast and, um, all that good stuff. Yeah. And, and so where, so is that just at start it up innovation.com? That's where they can get to the podcast or, um, best way is through iTunes and or SoundCloud. Okay. Um, well, or, you know, the Androids, the, you know, the, the Google play, Google sure. music, things like that. But it seems our two biggest are, are SoundCloud and iTunes. Awesome. That is fantastic, man. Yeah. Well, uh, anything else you want to share before I turn you loose? No, I'm enjoying what you guys do. And I love the fact that you guys brought some microphones and set up shop there at FETC. And, uh, I just, I enjoy that you're, you're, you're broadcasting some, some great things going on in Ed. Well, thank you very much. And, and likewise, I thoroughly enjoy listening to uh, the stuff you guys, well, you guys, you uh, have going on with the uh, start Ed up chat. That's thank awesome. You. That is awesome. Oh. Cool. 
Well, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate uh, you uh, coming on and visiting us, uh, visiting with us here on EduTech Guys. And uh, again, if you want to get in touch with uh, Don, you can uh, reach out to him and he'll be uh, happy to uh, work with you and uh, head, head out to the website and get all kinds of uh, information, background, how to get in touch with them, how to hook up with, uh, you guys have some packages that are uh, available out to uh, schools um, and uh uh, I'm assuming other organizations can also tie into those packages. So uh, definitely want to check those out. Thanks, Don, for coming on. And uh, we'll be right back on EduTech Guys. Thanks, David. Bring the EduTech Guys live to your school or event. That's right. Contact at edutechguys.com or go to www.edutechguys.com and fill out the form. We'll be happy to provide professional development to your teachers, we'll provide in-class training to your students, or we can provide live coverage of your conference or event. Reach out to us, edutechguys.com. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> coming back, that was a great commercial. Great commercial, David. Oh, well, thanks, great yeah. interview. We want to thank Don Wetrick for coming yes. on the show yes. and uh, telling us about everything he's doing in education. Uh, like David told you how to get in touch with him, get in touch with him. Uh, definitely reach out and uh, find out about Start Ed Up and all that mm -hmm. good stuff. Hey, it's, it's time for our Artist of the Week, and we got really lucky um, at Fetzy to meet Kevin Cornell, who is the original Mr. C. Uh, he's Ohio's PBS digital lead innovator. And um, great guy, works with kids on putting their ideas and their lessons to song. Yeah. And uh, gave us permission to go ahead and use any of his music on our show. So now we're going to listen to one of his songs. Yeah, so uh, check this out. This one is called The Three M's, Mean, Median, and Mode. Mean, Median, and Mode. And mode. Mean, median, and mode. Come on, everybody, so here we go. The three M's that you really need to know. The mean, median, and mode. So, mean, median, and mode. Everybody, come on, so here we go. The three M's that you really need to know. Mean, median, and mode. The mean, the mean, I mean, mean, the mean. Come on, kids, really, it's not so bad. Grab your data numbers from the table and first. You start to add When you finally have them added up Then can you only divide Because this is how you find the mean Yes, the average number, that's right Now that you found the average number You see what I mean? Ha, ha, yeah, yeah Come on everybody, just do it again Please, add them up and then you divide By the total number in the table, that's right Add them up and then you divide By the total number in the table, that's right, that's right. Mean, that's right. median, and Come on everybody, so cute the three M's that you really need to know The mean, median, and mode So, mean, median, and mode Everybody come on, so here we go The three M's that you really need to know Mean, median, and mode The mode, 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 mode, mode M, O, B, E It's the number with the highest frequency It's the number that you will most often see Come on, everybody, find the mode with me The mode, 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 mode, mode it's the number with the highest frequency. It's the number that you will most often see. Come on, everybody, find a mode with me. Me, median, the mode. Come on, everybody, so here we go. The three M's that you really need to know. The mean, median, the mode. So, mean, median, the mode. Everybody, come on, so here we go. The three M's that you really need to know. Mean, median, the mode. For the third M, just think of a road. Median, the number in the middle for sure. Before you start dropping for the median, 
take this one step before before you begin order 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 please it's the one thing requested by mr c it's like a little mathematics guarantee make a thing so nice and so easy take a step from side to side only take one step at a time you have a green light now it's your time to shine one from the left and one from the right take a step from side to side only take one step at a time you have a green light now it's your time to shine one from the left and one from the right me Yeah, that was the original Mr. C with the three M's. Helps me with my math, I can tell you that. <laughs> no, it can't, because we all know I'm bad at math. Well, well, you know. Hey, it happens, doesn't that's it? That's right. But uh, yeah, at original Mr. C online, and uh, you can find him on YouTube and all that. He's got music, all yeah. kinds of different music that he's put up there. and uh, Yeah, and you can go to learningscienceisfun.com, all one word. There you go. Catch him. Hey, you know what, you know what time it is? <gasps> It's time for... Well, I was supposed to say that. Oh, go ahead. It's time for... <laughs> the Google Tip of the Week. Hey, today's Google Tip of the Week is brought to us by Google. Google. Um, yeah, if you're ever looking for some great reading, you can go out to their blog, uh, which is just look up Google Education Blog, and it'll take you right out to their good stuff. Hey, the Google Tip of the Week is this week is there's a new generation of Chromebooks designed for millions of students and educators. Um, it was released in uh, Great Britain. Well, it was announced in Great Britain. Right, right. At the BETT conference, right? Yeah, yeah. and BETT was going on um, at, at partly as as part of FETSI was going on. They kind of overlap, which, you know, I, yes, I realize one's over in Great Britain and one's in Orlando, but um, they, they, they kind of uh, overlapped, and uh, some folks were at FETSI and then uh, had to leave FETSI and get to England to be at BETT <laughs> or BET. I don't know, maybe it's just called BET. I don't know. I don't know if it's BETT or if it's BET. Whatever it is, it's the English one. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> getting to the Chromebooks. Cool. Two of the ones that were featured were the Acer Chromebook Spin 11 and the ASUS Chromebook C213. Now, those numbers confuse me in themselves, but <laughs> Spin 11 and the 213 with the 25 and the C3PO, an R2D2. <laughs> But no, they've actually added some really new features that are really cool, and uh, they worked with educators and partners to design the Chromebooks for the specific needs of schools. And one of those first things is it added the stylus capability, which is a you know a low cost pen that resembles like a number two pencil. Yeah. You know, with a kind of a unique eraser for correcting mistakes and things like that, which will be uh, really cool, especially for doing sketch notes and things like that. Well, and, and what makes them really unique is that uh, they don't have to be charged. And they don't require Bluetooth pairing. Just a so, stylus. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. a cool stylus. That's so really that's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Um, the other thing they added was a world-facing camera. So now, you know, that was a big one. So, like, when you flip the Chromebook, it will, the camera faces outwards, and students can hold it like a tablet and, you know, look at it that way. So, you know, you're not actually just turning the camera, which a lot of Chromebooks already had cameras on them, but now you've got one that's kind of easier to handle, depending on the where you move the actual Chromebook. So, yeah, man, that'll be cool. Uh, USB-C charging, which is becoming a, a really big deal because of the power of USB-C, because it's super fast. So yeah. 
not only can you charge through it, you can attach a lot of uh, other devices to it and use the USB-C for it. Cool. Uh, Android apps, and then they, they were they were announcing last May that Android apps were coming to Chromebooks, and now they are. So now you can actually get also Android apps on your Chromebook. Big one here to me is Adobe. And so they've, they've released a suite of Android apps that are optimized for the Chromebook, which is like, uh, the Adobe Creative Cloud apps like Photoshop Mix, Lightroom Mobile, Illustrator Draw, I mean Photoshop Sketch. That's going to make a huge difference with getting the Adobe apps on there. Yeah, that's going to be very <clears throat> cool. And they're also looking at other creative apps, which you can already use, like WeVideo and Soundtrap and Explain Everything. They're available in the UK, um, and they'll be coming to the US and other areas soon. Yeah, and we actually had a chance to uh, talk with a couple of the guys from uh, Wii Video during mm -hmm. the uh, FETC conference. And unfortunately, I did not get a chance to uh, go down to the booth and, and put my hands on Wii Video to, uh, to kind of give it a test drive, but that is definitely something that uh, I plan to do in the future for sure. So that's it. A um, lot of updates coming to Chromebooks, and I'm sure we'll see the other... Uh, providers of Chromebooks out there make those same kind of changes once it starts rolling out and they become they realize the uh, the value of adding those new features to the Chromebooks. Yeah, absolutely. That's, so that's our Google tip of the week. Hope you enjoyed it. Awesome. Yeah, that was very cool. It's been a great show. Oh, this has been awesome. It's it's uh, Fetsy was amazing. I mean, I it, it really was. It really was, and um, you know, it, it is kind of nice to be back, sort of in the swing of. of kind of quote-unquote regular things. Um, but uh, if you've not been to Fetzi, uh, first of all, go the next time. Go, go next year. It's about the same time. Uh, check that out, FETC.org. Um, but also, if you want to get an idea as to just the variety of different folks that are at that conference, again, head over to YouTube.com slash EduTechGuys, or as Jeff mentioned, um, later... Uh, and, and heck, maybe by the time you're listening to this, it already is later. Um, but uh, you'll be able to go to uh, edutechguys.com, and it'll be under our uh, About Conferences. We'll have a place there for FETC 2017, and you'll be able to check out the interviews there as well. Awesome. Yeah, man. It's been a great show. It's been great. I thank everyone who was out there listening. We appreciate it so, so much. And uh, um, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know what to say. Yeah. We're, we're, like I said, we're still recovering from Fetsy. Hey, share us out there with your friends. Yes. Uh, share our website, share our Twitter handle, uh, share our podcast. Uh, we'll catch you next time on the show. I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. We'll see you later. You've been listening to EduTech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on this site is programmed to those of participants and not intended to and do not necessarily reflect opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency.
There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it all, all but, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.